With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. A state senator is calling for the dismissal of the director of athletics at the University of Iowa. Senator Annette Sweeney of Alden says the more than $4 million legal settlement to former black players who allege there was racial discrimination in the football program is a boondoggle. We've got a stench hanging over our great university, and it's called Gary Barta. In the 16 years of his tenure, he has cost the university millions of dollars. Sweeney cites three previous payouts in discrimination lawsuits over other Hawkeye sports. And Sweeney says Barta and others involved in negotiations in the Slatest case ignored the wishes of coaches who were fighting the allegations. These discussions took place entirely without the knowledge of the consent of the coaches who were even named in the lawsuit. How incompetent. Not letting people defend themselves? This was despicable. She's calling on the University of Iowa's president to ask for Barta's resignation, and if he doesn't resign, Sweeney says Barta should be fired. We need to review the region's budget and hold it until the stench of over Iowa City is dismissed. That state Senator Annette Sweeney of Alden. Voters in the Hampton-Dumont School District yesterday approved to renew and extend the district's revenue purpose statement by a wide margin. The measure passed 125 to 9. Funding is used for facility and technology purposes. Yesterday, a $12.6 million bond issue in the North Butler School District failed to receive 60% of the vote to pass. 400 yes votes were cast, or 50.7% to 389 no votes, or 49.3%. If approved, the funds would have been used to construct, furnish, and equip an addition to the junior-senior high school building to also improve the site and to remodel, repair, improve, furnish, and equip the existing buildings. Voters yesterday in the Applington-Parkersburg School District renewed the district's physical plant and equipment levy. The PEPL was renewed with 88.72% yes votes to 11.28% no votes. Funds generated are used for upkeep of the district's physical assets. Today, the Hampton, Dumont, and Cal School Boards will hold a joint meeting and will review their whole grade sharing agreement and will discuss shared positions for the 2023-24 school year. The Hampton, Dumont, and Cal School Board's joint meeting today, 5.30 p.m. at the school in Latimer. This morning, the Butler County Sheriff's Department arrested 57-year-old Daniel Vining of Green on a charge of second-degree burglary, a Class C felony. Last night, the Butler County Sheriff's Department transported from Wright County 35-year-old Cody Ulenhop of Belmont, who was wanted on a Butler County warrant for the charge of first-degree theft, a Class C felony. Last night, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department transported from Blackhawk County 45-year-old Eric Hansen of Cedar Falls, who was wanted on a Franklin County warrant for a probation violation from the original charge of possession of a controlled substance, third offense. Monday, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors held a special meeting and held a public hearing on the county's proposed commercial wind energy conversion system ordinance. During the hearing, 23 oral comments were received by the Board of Supervisors, including more concerns on the recycling of broken parts from the turbines. Over 40 written comments were received by the Board as well. A motion was made to table the approval of the third reading of the proposed ordinance, but the motion failed due to a lack of a second. 
A motion was made to postpone the question on consideration of the third reading of the ordinance until the board's regular meeting this coming Monday. The motion passed. The regular meeting Monday will be held at the Law Enforcement Center. Franklin County Board of Supervisors Chairman Chris Van Ness tells Radio On The Go News what happens if the third reading is passed Monday. The moratorium will come off. The wind ordinance is approved. It's currently in place until March 31st. So then if there are changes going to be made to the wind ordinance, then it'll probably be extended for another quarter. They took their time to come in and tell us, you know, their opinion. So now we want to return the favor and tell them why we may or may not be voting for it or against it. Monday's meeting will begin at 8.30 a.m. at the LEC. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors this week held a public hearing to vacate a street that was planned for but never built near the Pine Lake Corn Processors plant in Steamboat Rock. The Hardin supervisors approved two buy-sell motions to have the county attorney drop the documents to acquire real estate. Strategic changes continue to push the jackpots for the Powerball and Mega Millions lottery games higher. Powerball drawings are held weekly on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, while Mega Millions drawings are held weekly on Tuesday and Friday. Iowa Lottery Vice President Mary Newbauer tells Radio On The Go News more tickets are being bought for both games. And I think we're just really starting to see the rhythm of it, right? A couple of years ago, Powerball moved to three drawings a week rather than two. When you have more drawings, obviously that means more tickets being sold and that causes the jackpot to grow more quickly. In both Powerball and Mega Millions as well, the numbers have been changed over time in terms of the numbers available to play. And again, the idea was to produce bigger jackpots because the definition of what is a bigger jackpot has changed over time. Newbauer says they are looking at some changes to help those playing the lotteries be able to more easily obtain their tickets. A lot of grocery stores, if you go buy lottery tickets, you have to go to customer service. That's the only place in the store where tickets are sold. We're looking at an initiative that would allow tickets and games like Powerball and Mega Millions to be printed right on the receipt paper at the checkout so that that would allow those tickets to be sold in more locations in the stores. The first Powerball drawing was held in April 1992, while the first Mega Millions drawing was held in August of 1996. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.